Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Um, here on uh, the 18th of Saturday, the 18th of July. Welcome to the weekend, folks. Uh, yes, it is finally here in the news today. Um, the Phoenix lost to um, Sydney last night in controversial circumstances. We'll also bring you up to date with the English Premier League and the um, Belarusian Premier League um, as well. Um, we have an update also from the um, cricket from um, loss uh, that's uh, going on between England and West Indies. Uh, we have the uh, New Zealand Rugby have come out with their view as to what Super Rugby um, should look like going forwards. And also we have a result from Super Rugby AU um, from last night um, to talk about as well, as well as results in the ANZ Premiership um, and a new basketball tournament to let you all know about. Uh, and also a, a couple of curling um, tournaments to keep you up to date with. And that's even before we get on to the sport that always keeps on giving, which is the NRL. Um, this, you, this is your best way to start the day here, um, up to date with all the important sports news here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Um, and let's kick off with all of that football news. Um, and uh, in the A-League, uh, the um, Phoenix uh, lost out to two um, very late goals um, by um, the uh, substitute for Sydney FC. It went, they lost um, 3-1 in the end. Uh, but um, one of the things that has gone by the wayside is the VAR, um, which obviously has had a lot of uh, controversy in the past. But now the controversy is the other way, that because VAR was missing, there are a number of calls that the referee um, made that potentially were wrong. That included um, an early shot um, that was blocked by a raised arm. Um, that uh, So the Phoenix um, didn't get a goal there. And they did take the lead in the end um, with a penalty um, around about the hour mark. Um, but uh, there was another handball uh, and uh, other um, calls also that potentially were, went the wrong way due to there being no VIR. Luckily, this doesn't um, alter 
the fact that the Phoenix still have their destiny in their own hands um, if they win games to make it to the finals. Um, but this will still leave them sat in third place in the table. Um, overall, uh, so over, over to the um, English Premier League. Uh, and uh, when we were talking yesterday, Aston Villa had a lead um, against Everton, but Everton clawed that back. So it was one all in the end. Um, along with uh, Southampton drawing one all with Brighton Hove Albion. Um, you've got uh, um, also that City beat Sheffield United 2 0, and uh, Crystal Palace lost to Manchester United 0 2 in all those results. Um, this means now that uh, at the bottom of the table, um, Bournemouth and Aston Villa are both on 31 points, three points behind West Ham and Watford um, with only two games left for them. There were three games left for Watford and West Ham, but closing that four-point gap, um, they would need two wins to claw themselves out of relegation, both Bournemouth and Aston Villa. Um, Norwich City have already been relegated. In the Belarusian Premier League uh, and Slavia versus Dynamo Brest um, has been postponed. This is the second week that Dynamo Brest have had their games postponed. Um, you've got to imagine that is due to a coronavirus issue, um, probably there, similar to what Minsk had earlier in the season. So more games to catch up there. Uh, Slutz uh, beats um, Isloch 2-1 to end a horrendous losing streak. Um, and Gorodea are currently drawing nil all with Belashina. Um, that uh, game is ongoing as we um, speak. I'm going to... Moving on to the um, cricket news. Uh, and in the cricket, um, Stokes scored 176. Um, and Sylvie also notch of a century, 120, uh, which meant that England reached six, uh, sorry, 469 for nine declared on day two. Uh, the West Indies made it to 31 um, for, for one. Um, by the close. So they lost one wicket there, which would be exactly what some England would have been looking for. Um, so England um, on the, uh, um, are definitely having the upper hand uh, in that test at the moment. I'm going to hand you over to Stephen, who will take us through our birthdays. Yes, good morning, Paul, and good morning to our listeners and viewers on New Zealand Sport Radio. I thought you were going to throw me a dummy pass there for a moment, uh, uh, Paul, <clears throat> a little bit early in the morning for one of those. <laughs> Now, uh, in the birthdays today, a famous name in uh, league circles, a former New Zealand tennis player now working with Tennis Australia, and finally a former Hawks Bay and Chiefs utility, Andrew Horrible, in this day, the 18th of July 1988, is a New Zealand rugby union player who represents Coca-Cola Red Sparks in Japan. Horrible, who could play first five, second five or fullback, played for provincial rugby for Hawks Bay between 2009-2015, making 53 appearances, as well as racking up 52 games for the Chiefs between 2012 and 2016. Moving on, Simon Rea, born at this day, the 18th of July, 1982, in New Zealand, is a tennis coach from where else but New Zealand, who now works for Tennis Australia and has worked with the likes of Nick Kyrgios, the former New Zealand number one. Rao's highest ATP singles ranking was 473. Simon was the recipient of the 2013 award for coaching excellence, high performance at the prestigious Newcomer Wolves. And finally, Ivor Rapati, born this day, the 18th of July, 1968, is a New Zealand former professional rugby league footballer who played in the 1980s and 1990s and he was also a high school principal. He played at representative level for New Zealand, 
Auckland, Taranaki, and a club level for Otahu Leopards. The, the Teata Touristers, the Mangare East Hawks, and the Sheffield Eagles, the Featherston Rovers, Oldham, Oldham uh, Rugby League, the Parramatta Eels, and the Auckland Warriors, and the Manurewa Marlins as a centre. His family is famous in rugby league circles, which includes brothers Joe, Peter, Tia, and Romy Rapati, Romy Rapati, remember, played a rugby union for the uh, Highlanders. That's it for birthdays today. I'll be back with uh, plenty of uh, league news. Thank you very much, Stephen. Um, and uh, also, one birthday that, uh, that that I have to say happy birthday to is happy birthday, Mum. Yes, um, Mrs. Baines, it's her birthday today. So have a wonderful weekend, Mum. I hope Dad um, spoils you over there. Um, in France. Moving on then, um, uh, the Youth Olympics that was due to take place in 2022 um, has been postponed due to coronavirus to 2026. Um, wow, uh, a, a tournament that is two years out um, has been postponed by another four years. Uh, so uh, I guess that's to keep it within that four-year cycle. But um, you have to say that was... Um, uh, that's been a bit of a surprise um, there. That um, is uh, due to take place in Dakar, Senegal um, in 2026. Moving on then into rugby. And uh, last night, the Reds and the Force fought out a, um, a fascinating game um, that was a bit of a tri-fest uh, at times. Um, the uh, Force ran out to a 14-0 lead um, in just 13 minutes. Uh, but um, all that, uh, but then the Reds suddenly got themselves um, flowing and into action, um, and uh, uh, um, came back to lead 21-19 um, at half time. Uh, they pulled out uh, another another early try, and they pulled out um, their lead to 28-19 before that. For a yellow card, reduced them um, for the final um, 10 minutes of the game. Um, but uh, whilst the the uh, force managed to pull back one try, the um, uh, to, to close it down to a one score game, two uh, conversion misses by a John O'Lance meant that they were still trailing by four points, and a John O'Connor um, drop goal sealed it for the Reds um, close to the end. So uh, congratulations to the Reds there beating the Force 31-24 in Super Rugby AU. Um, will be having the Waratahs versus the Brumbies um, will be taking place this evening. And that happens after um, the Hurricanes versus the Blues. Have I got it right around? I hope so. Um, there. Uh, and then tomorrow and then tomorrow we have the Chiefs versus the Highlanders. I've got a funny feeling I've got that the wrong way around. The Chiefs Highlanders today. But anyway, um, those two games are the games of Super Rugby. Altera um, today or this weekend. Um, yesterday, the uh, New Zealand Rugby came out with their um, or, uh, recommend, or, or they, they took recommendations from the Aritipu report on the future of Super Rugby um, and, and uh, announced what they would like to see. Uh, but essentially, this is a tournament that will include the same five Super Rugby sides in, in New Zealand. Plus, uh, there is a, a big desire to have a side from um, the Pacific Islands um, as well as uh, open to um, sides from Australia as well. The uh, 
uh, suggesting that that a tournament between eight and ten teams uh, is what they're looking for. So that would be only two teams potentially from Australia. Um, now, one of the issues with this is that they've come together with all this without actually really consulting Australia on this at all, um, and they have not included the Pacific Islands in the uh, on their um, on the committee that was uh, coming up with these recommendations either. Uh, so look out because. Uh, um, uh, for for the for supporters of New Zealand Sports Radio, um, I'll be producing a uh, uh, an opinion piece um, exclusively for them. You can become a supporter of New Zealand Sports Radio by going to drivingmore.com. Um, uh, so that uh, brings you up to date with all the rugby union news. Um, and yes, it's time to hand it over to Stephen properly this time for the sport <laughs> that just keeps on giving. Uh, it's the NRL. There we go. I've taken that past uh, two hands this time, uh, uh, Paul. In uh, leg news uh, this morning, Manly prop Adam Funua Blake to miss a third straight game. Nick Crotrick, the uh, Raiders winger, is set to leave. And uh, big hidings for both the Gold Coast Titans and the Bronco in uh, the NRL played overnight. And that's where we start with the first game, the Storm v. the Titans. The Storm have thrashed the Titans 42-6 at Sunshine Coast Stadium to bag their fourth consecutive win. The Titans did well to keep the Storm scoreless up at, to the, at least to the 20-minute mark after a couple of near misses from both teams. But finally, it would be the Storm's returning start. Cameron Munster, who would open the scoring. The Titans answered back seven minutes later to level the scores with a controversial try to Brian Kelly. Further tries to Josh Adokar and Nelson Asolfa Solomona before the break sent the storm into the shed with a handy 18-6 lead. Asolfa Solomona made it a double when he crashed over again two minutes into the second half. Despite an 18-point lead, Captain Smith opted for the safe option when awarded a penalty and added two more points five minutes later. The ball went right again when Smith defied the pressure on the Titans players around him to throw a perfectly timed pass to Hughes, who passed it again to Lee, and this time he didn't take any chances as he crossed over himself. As the clock ticked down, things went from bad to worse for the Gold Coast coach Justin Holbrook, who when the halfback Fogarty went down with what looked to be a knee injury, he got back to his feet but eventually was taken from the field. Blink and you would have missed as it was versatile forward Brandon Smith, who's just playing some outstanding rugby league this year, who dived over out of dummy half, one of the best players going around. And Adokar put the icing on the cake when he intercepted a ball from Keegan Hipgrave to run 80 metres and score his second try of the night, that final score. The Melbourne Storm 42, Gold Coast Titans 6. And uh, it was no better for the Broncos in the second game last night as Leichhardt Oval's very own Tiger King Benji Marshall has has led a 48-0 thrashing of a miserable Broncos outfit. The Tigers celebrated their return to their home ground, Leichhardt Oval, in style as they shot out to a 26-0 lead in the first half before capitalising on the leg up in the second half. It was second 40. It was the biggest ever first half lead the, the Tigers have ever recorded against the Broncos. With so much ball and field position, Benji Marshall was at his very best along with hooker Harry Grant exploiting every opportunity, showing why he is one of the best players out of the dummy half position. The West Tigers laid on nine tries in total against the hapless Broncos, with Luke Garner picking up a double scoring either side of the half. Salt was added to Brisbane's wounds further with a horrific leg injury to Corey Oates. The winger turned back row, suffered what looked to be a fractured femur 
Fema and a tackle. That final score again, West Tigers 48, Brisbane Broncos nil. I'd hate to think what the spirits in that Broncos team are like at the minute. Moving it right along, <clears throat> Manly Prop Aiden Fonua Blake is set to miss a third straight match on top of his two-game suspension due to his refusal to have a flu vaccination. Sea Eagles coach Des Hasler confirmed on Friday that the Tongan International was still yet to have a vaccination, which is part of the NRL's biosecurity measures brought in when the ARL Commission restarted the Telstra Premiership in May due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And in our final story this morning, New South Wales and Australian test star Nick Kotrick is poised to exit Canberra Raiders and link with the Bulldogs, provide, providing a sorely needed silver lining to one of the most tumultuous weeks in Belmore's recent history. That's the home ground of the Bulldogs. Kotrick is expected to take Canterbury up on what was originally understood to be a lucrative three-year $1.8 million offer that is believed to have been upped further this week to secure the 21-year-old, the New South Wales representative. Neither club has made an official comment on Contrick's future, however, an announcement from Canterbury could come as early as yesterday afternoon. Haven't heard anything yet. NRL.com understands the Bulldogs have secured his services with a larger annual salary and the chance to shift infield from wing to centre. Kotrick is understood to have told Canberra teammates of his decision on Friday following the gutsy upset of the Roosters in uh, Thursday night's game at the SCG. So there we have it in uh, league news uh, this morning. I'll be back with more tomorrow. Just before I go, though, I must quickly mention the uh, games uh, coming up today. We do have a, a, a triple header, and it pretty much starts with the uh, Dragons playing at home against the Bulldogs at Wynn Stadium. That's a uh, 5 p.m. kickoff in our second game. We have the uh, Rabbitohs at Bankway Stadium taking on the Knights. That's a 7.30 p.m. kickoff. And uh, in our final game of the evening, could be a good one, an opportunity for the Seagulls to bounce back after three losses in a row where they take on the top of the table the Parramatta Eels. And that is from uh, Lotto Land Stadium in uh, Sydney. And if you're not so tired, it'll be 9.35pm when you sit down to watch that particular game. That's it from me this time from Lee, and this time I'm throwing the pass right back to you, Paul. Thank you very much, Stephen. And you are listening to New Zealand Sports Radio. Don't forget, you can listen to us on the move um, by downloading the podcast. Just search for New Zealand Sports Radio on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, iTunes, um, or Acast. Um, Looking, I uh, just spotted some uh, breaking news in Northland. Rugby um, have uh, uh, cancelled all of their club rugby today due to um, flooding in Northland. Um, so, folks, if you're planning to get out to some grassroots rugby today, please, please, please do check um, the weather conditions and do stay safe. Um, uh, check what uh, the um, police uh, recommendations are around um, travel. Uh, I'm intending, um, and I need to check on the travel conditions first, uh, but my intention is to get up to watch some grassroots rugby uh, in Auckland. Um, I was going to go to, or I'm planning to go to, Eden versus Suburbs um, up there uh, in Auckland today. So if you're going to be at that game, uh, if it does go ahead and if the travel conditions are safe, um, then do, um, and, and you spot me, then do come over and say 
um, hello um, for in um, that one. Over in the curling, yes, we do look to give um, all sports uh, platform here on New Zealand Sports Radio. And congratulations to um, Courtney Smith and her team um, with uh, Zoe Harmon, Rachel Pitts and Anna Stewart. Um, Courtney Smith has won her, four, her third consecutive um, um, junior um, New Zealand championship um, in the curling. Um, so, uh, yeah, congratulations to them. They took the first um, encounter on, um, on, the, on the Friday evening, 10-6, um, losing then out to um, um, their rivals, um, Grace uh, Apua Bishop, um, uh, Tamika um, Apua Bishop, Emily Armstrong and Lucy, uh, Lucy Nelson uh, in the second game before wrapping it up with the third game on Sunday. So congratulations to them uh, in the uh, New Zealand junior um, category. Also, uh, in the New Zealand mixed um, event, Garyon Long, Rebecca Long and uh, Benjamin Frew um, won the uh, final there um, up in um, Avondale. Um, so congratulations to them. They came second in their pool, in the pool stages um, to get themselves into the semi-finals, um, but managed then to come through to win the whole thing. So um, congratulations to them in the uh, in New, Ze um, New Zealand curling Moving on then to the um, uh, ANZ Premiership and last night, uh, the Mystics saw off the Northern Stars 51-47. Um, um, and uh, that uh, um, was, I say, that battle between second and third. And that means the Northern Mystics um, managed to secure their hold um, on second point place pulling four points clear of the Northern Stars, and they've also played one game less. So it really is looking like a Central Pulse versus Northern Mystics uh, final uh, in the ANZ Premiership. Um, they uh, Today, the Pulse will take on the Mystics. So, yes, first versus second in the table, um, potentially a preview of the final um, this evening. So do catch that one. And that really would allow the Northern Mystics to close the gap on um, the Central Pulse. So actually, um, uh, at the um, top of the uh, table there. Um, so, um, yep, yeah, uh, do catch that uh, game in the ANZ Premiership this evening. Moving over to basketball. And um, we have a new tournament in basketball. The um, Schick um, three times three cup will be um, taking place, or the NBL Schick three times three cup um, will take place down in Southland between September the third and September the fifth. Um, the uh, predominantly the teams in this are uh, the uh, NBL um, franchise or the NBL clubs have uh, taken up the places um, in this one. Uh, plus, there will also be an invitational team um, as well. So. Really looking forward to that. This season will just be one event, um, but in future years, they're looking at adding um, uh, multiple events uh, in, that, um, uh, in that competition. Talking of the uh, of the NBL and Sal's NBL, um, we have two games this evening. Uh, the Nelson Giants will take on the Canterbury Rams, the two sides at the bottom of the table, and the Otago Nuggets and the Franklin Bulls um, will... Um, 
be the second game um, this evening. The uh, Franklin Bulls and the Otago Nuggets both um, on six wins. Whoever wins that game will join the Taranaki Mountaineers on seven wins at the top of the table. Um, the so yes, congrats. So, so look, looking forward to uh, those games in the basketball later. Uh, unfortunately, the World Surf League has um, cancelled um, its season, um, and they'll be having a new format um, in 2021. Uh, the season will start in um, Hawaii, uh, and for the first time, each, each uh, feature an equal number of women's and men's events. So, congratulations! Good to see uh, the growth of the um, women's sport um, there. So, uh, shame that it's been cancelled, but good to hear uh, the uh, new. Um, the 2021 championship um, will be uh, taking place in the, uh, the growth of the women's side of that tournament. Finally, in the uh, in Formula One, um, after two races in Austria this weekend, it's over to the Hungarian Grand Prix, um, where Sebastian Vettel um, was uh, um, fastest in wet practice. So... Um, it's going to be interesting. Is it going to be a dry race or will it be a wet race? Uh, how uh, how indicative will that practice be um, for, uh, for for the actual race itself? We'll have to wait and see. We'll bring you updates on that in the morning sports briefing over the next two days. So don't forget to join us at 7 a.m. for the uh, morning sports briefing. You have now started your day the best way up to speed with all the important sports news here um, on New Zealand Sports Radio. 